Hi guys, this uh, podcast we're going to talk about how to start a budget and um, first I'm just going to go over some of my notes, then I'll do uh, a little review of what I came up with and then we'll talk about a person's, another person. Nicole Rule and how she says that, um, you know, what she did when she was overwhelmed with her finances and then once she got her finances in order, she was so pleased with the results that she started helping other people get their finances and therefore she started her own business. But we'll, I'll leave, uh, her information uh, in the description. But first we're gonna talk about budget. Budgets, now most of the time when you think of a budget, you are horrified and it becomes something quite unpleasant. Especially if you're just making it paycheck to paycheck or maybe not even barely making it paycheck to paycheck or you really have a lot of credit card debt. Uh, my husband and I, we did have a lot of credit card debt over 23 years ago before my uh, oldest was born. But we were determined to get a handle on that before she was born. And fortunately we did because there were a lot of things in the news uh, that happened during, once my daughter was born, there were a lot of things happening that, um, that we were just grateful that we had uh, worked on getting out of debt. Um, so budgeting gives you more freedom because if you have a budget and you set aside money Let's say you set aside money for a little, for clothing. Supposing you have a little extra to spend on clothing um, when you set your budget. Once, when you do spend that money on a piece of clothing, then you don't feel guilty because you haven't, dipped into your grocery money or your rent money, you set aside just a, a little bit of money for clothing or fun. You know, they say when you set a budget, always set a little extra aside for fun. Now, for fun could be getting your hair done, could be getting your nails done, could be um, going out to eat, or it could be clothes, or it could be a family outing, uh, or it could just be when my husband and I, our first year of marriage, our fun money was 25 cent ice cream sandwiches because uh, he was paying, we were paying our school loans, he was still in college, and he was only working part-time, I was the only one working full-time, and um, we literally did not have any extra fun money. We went to my in-law's house every Sunday to eat 
and we ate a lot of soup, <laughs> ramen soup, and tuna fish sandwiches, uh, which, you know, I don't regret any of those days because we were newlyweds, and it, it really, it was tough on my husband more than it was tough on me. Uh, so, there you go. Um, but we made it through, and our fun money was very small. We would go and get five burgers, five fries from, uh, I forgot the name of the place, Shortstop in Austin, for and, uh, and date night were the ice cream, the 25 cent ice cream sandwiches. So there you go. Uh, that's where our marriage started. But, so, your fun money is going to be different. But if you set a little of that aside, you're not going to feel as guilty or as horrible because you're not going to be taking out of your rent or your grocery money. Now, to start a budget, what you have to do is track and categorize all of your spending. Now, sometimes it may be just taking a pen and paper and writing everything down, or you can use a spreadsheet, or some banks have it already done for you in their software and in their itemized, uh, you know, they, they have an itemized plan that for you already. Um, or you can buy software that will do it for you. I believe uh, my husband uh, has that and it will take the bank. I think the bank does that for us. So he always knows how much we've spent. Um, now, number one, you have to write down all your fixed expenses first. Those are all those expenses that don't change or and you have no choice. It's rent, you know, you got to keep your electric on, etc. And then your discretionary budget, which is the flexible, you know, it doesn't feel flexible, but it's the items that um, you can cut back on. And then you want to take care of write down how much money you actually make and how much you spend so you'll ha you'll know how much you you make and how much you spend and then you will see where you need to make those adjustments but until you actually do the hard work to get all of that written out and categorized you're not going to know where you can cut back now it depends on how tight your budget is Sometimes you could just cut back on, you know, stop drinking coffee, stop buying as many clothing items, definitely stop using the credit cards. When you are disciplined and you finally have some abundance, then you can get more, you know, be more giving and char charitable to those you need and that feels good once you've gotten to a point where you don't have to squeeze you don't feel like you're squeezing money out of a juice out of a turnip 
or that that's an old expression, then you feel a, have a little more feeling. I'm sorry, I can't talk today. You have a little more freedom. You won't feel as stressed. Um, so the uh, I was listening to this couple talk about um, budgeting, and they said, learn the basics of how to create and stick with a family budget. It will be very freeing and rewarding. This is just a review of what I told you. Start somewhere. Even start with your pencil and paper. The very best thing you can do is start tracking your expenses. You'll be glad that you did, so you'll know where the mo your money's going. Sometimes we think we're cutting back, and then we realize we're really not. Um, budgeting gives you more freedom because you have the knowledge of where your money is going, and you feel the freedom in knowing that if you spend money in one area, you're not taking away from the things that you need, and it, you feel less guilt. Knowing gives you the power and freedom to make choices. If you discover you don't have much in discretionary expenses, you need to rethink the equation. You may not really be able to reduce your housing costs, so you may have to look at, at other ways we, that you can make more money or maybe rethink the, the job that you have. You may have to get another job and start making more money. You may have to um, get a second job. You know, just depends on how um, your tight your budget is. Now, having a budget can really open communication between you and your spouse. It can be negative or it can be positive. If you don't have the information to draw from, then you're just going to be a train wreck because you are constantly going to be at odds, especially if one of you is a saver and one of you is a spender. Um, it, now, this couple I was talking to, he happens to be the saver and she happens to be the spender. And he said he would do without um, to stay on budget and to save money. And that's kind of the way it is in my house, except it's flipped. I'm the saver. He's the spender. So sometimes, but of course, our budget isn't as tight as it was when we first got married. So um, sometimes I realize that I'm not having, I'm not trying to have any fun and I will spend and he encourages me to spend because I don't spend, if you understand my meaning. You know, he doesn't mind me spending because he knows I'm very tight and uh, he knows that I'm not going to overdo it. So he's a little more trusting. Now, don't compare yourself to others. Remind yourself that you are in the driver's seat and you can make decisions and set goals to accomplish those things you want to accomplish and to give yourself the freedom to choose what things, what you really want. Um, now, uh, the things that you need to do to create this budget is to just write down and know what you are spending by literally writing it down and recording whenever you spend money for the day. You may just to have a notebook 
And every day that you spend money, you will have your notebook, your husband has his notebook, and you just both are writing down everything you spend throughout the day. But it has to be honest. You can't like, ooh, I feel guilty and I don't want my spouse to know, and then not write it out. You have to be committed to being honest with yourself. Put all of your expenses into categories that make sense to you. For example, housing costs uh, would be a category. Utilities is a different category. Groceries or eating out. Um, but separate out what your fixed expenses are, things that you cannot really change or impact, like maybe your mortgage, your rent, your utilities. This way you can see what you're spending on those. And then you have your discretionary spending and you can work on creating a budget from there. Once you have created a budget, stick to your numbers, be intentional about what you do spend. All right, now I'm going to talk a little bit. I'm going to go into Nicole Rule's ideas and what she says. Um, and she says, how to organize your money when you're overwhelmed. Step one, stop spending on credit. Step two, all spending comes from one account. When... Uh, her and her husband were learning how to get a handle on money. We stopped all of our credit card usage and moved all of our spending to one joint account. Step three, have a separate savings account. You're going to need emergency fund, whether it is a small amount while you're paying off debt or a true emergency fund of three to six months of expenses. Either way, she suggests that you open a separate account with an online bank like maybe ally.com. I've never heard of that one. That one is a new one for me. But you know how to open up an account. And my, uh, uh, but anyway, so you can take advantage of the extra interest you'll earn. But it also takes this money out of sight of your regular bank so that there's not a huge temptation to spend it, okay? And then number four is organize your debts and bills. If your goal is to pay off debt, it's time to create a list of your debts and organize them in order from smallest debt at the top to largest debt at the bottom. Now this is the order you will pay these debts off. Always start with the smallest debt regardless of interest due. It will help you get a win and keep your motivation up to keep going. And five, organize your bills within your budget. If you don't have a budget figure out, figured out yet, now's the time to decide how you're creating one. Okay, so... You need to work on budget. And like I said, I'm going to give you information. Um, she also suggests how to prepare for a no spending challenge. And she has some tips there. Step one is to decide to do it together as a couple. Unless you're single, then of course your mission for this step is to decide together if you have a spouse 
what your why is. Why do you want to do something as crazy as having a no spending challenge or a no spending month or a no spending year? Uh, some have done it. I don't know if I could have a no spending year, but I might be able to have a no spending month or two. But, of course, I don't have an excruciatingly tight budget as I used to. Step two, create your no spending challenge. Um, she says, set a realistic grocery budget and stick to it for the month. No, no use of gift cards or other free money to buy things. It just feels like you're cheating. You can buy essentials like car repairs, doctor visits, things that are necessary to keep your life going, but no dining out, no target runs, no clothing, no new toiletries. I mean, toilet paper, but you know, no uh, toiletries, uh, nothing new. No to anything that is not essential to keeping life going. Haircuts and getting nails done are not essential to, to sustain your life, but you get to decide your own rules and how strict you want that no spending challenge to be. Uh, and then make a plan. If you fail the plan, and you plan, then you plan to fail. Success is something as countercultural as a no-spin challenge will only happen with intention and planning. Write down where you may encounter challenges and plan ways to overcome them. Talk to your kids. Harsh truth. Your kids are not going to be as excited about this challenge as you are. In fact, you're likely going to try, they're likely going to try to sabotage it as often as they can, especially if they're used to going out to eat often and getting treats or toys at the store. Talk to them about your intention and your why. This feels like an important step for your family. Make a game out of it for them. They can do hard things too, and they'll be better for it. And stay positive. You be dis disciplined. Put it in perspective. Be positive, put it in perspective, and make sure your perspective is in line. Yes, this month week or weekend is going to be a challenge. Any disruption to habits and behaviors is. But think of how it will feel on the other side. You will have a new depth of awareness about your budget, extra money to go towards whatever your goal is, and you will have accomplished something really hard. And hard is when the growth happens. All right, now just a little bit of a review on what Nicole 
has to say about finances. She says, giving you confidence and clarity with your money management and the decisions you make. Make a life you love starts with organizing your finances, really. So, following a formula, Nicole says, following a formula for budgeting or following a formula for your money often can seem easy in the beginning, but you'll kind of get stuck at a point and you'll be like, this is not fun. Basically, this is not sustainable. That's what happened to her. Now, often people get really stuck just kind of synthesizing the information. There is so much information out there on the internet, social media, etc. When you start thinking about your finances, it can be super overwhelming. You start thinking you need a budget and to pay off debt and to start investing and figure out college for the kids, etc. It can just snowball into a big ball of anxiety. In this day and age, you can avoid dealing with finances and budgeting by living on credit forever and then just your debt just grows and grows and grows. It is easy to overspend and never dig out from your debt. You really can do this and achieve the freedoms that you're dreaming about with your finances if you create a budget. Now, here are some steps. Before you try to figure out your budget, figure out your mindset. Think about what is your money story. How do you grow up? How did you grow up with money? What do you believe about money? What was your young adulthood like? Your first try with money when you first got a job. Create values for yourself and your family. Doing this is going to show you what you really value in life because actually using your money as a tool to make a life you love or to create freedom or whatever is... It is that is meaningful life for you is really what money is all about. Create a vision or some so, sort of goal. Where do you want to be six months from now? Then break that down and think about what is a step that could take today that you could take today that would get you closer to that vision. The best way to start a budget is to just start really small. Start by budgeting eating out or food from for the month, right? Start tracking all of your spending and budgeting on that. Rather than jumping in and creating this whole enormous budget and knowing where every penny and just knowing where every penny is going. Be sure and celebrate the small successes as you go all right guys that those are just some notes on how to create a budget and how to have a little bit of grace and mercy when you're doing that you can start off super super strong and then you can um you know if you have mistakes just give yourself grace and um you know if a super super strict budget is not working for you you can ease it up a little bit or you can take a break you in you know if you were cutting back eating four times a month to not eating at all every month 
and one month you just decide to go out to eat, that's okay. You can do that every so often. Uh, just don't take such huge breaks that you can't get back on track or you sabotage yourself. And um, don't take too long a break. Just, you know, take breaks in certain areas and um, try to make it more fun if that is even possible when it comes to budgeting. But if you can do it and pay off all of your credit card debt, you will be happier for it. You will have a, a lot more freedom. You'll have a lot less stress and anxiety and you really will not ever regret it. All right, guys, that is it for this podcast and I will see you on the next one. Thank you for watching. I appreciate you.